0: Hi, this is Nathan Caldwell. You may know me from Protectorate Productions, Protectors of the Book, Team Jadith Live, Doctor What. Well, I'm starting a new show. It's called Protectorate Productions Comedy Showcase. You will hear things from Classic Team Jadith Live, perhaps some new items, And I'm hoping to get some other podcasters on board by simply asking them if I could use some clips from their shows, maybe even from shows long ago. Well, jump into the adventure with me, because here we go. Well, it's another Saturday, and I finally have my voice back. So let's go over to Gerald Fuel and hear what he has to say over at facebook.com slash brother j comedy compassion outreach but you don't have to go there because we brought some of his stuff right here
1: hey everybody buck otis here and i just want to talk to y'all for a second about southern expressions and how to use them now some of y'all you don't know what you're doing when you're trying to use Southern expressions. In fact, you're kind of making a, a silly spectacle of yourself. And so I feel like I need to give y'all some education, and it's going to be free. I ain't going to cost y'all a wooden niggle about a list of expressions from the South and how y'all need to be using them, how you need to sell them. And this is coming from a website called matadornetwork.com. Now, number one, when you are saying you guys, you're basically saying y'all. Now, I ain't never stooped to a level to say you guys or you I've heard people say you-ins, but it's y'all, Y-A-L-L, okay? Those are the four letters. It's a lot easier. You use a lot less ink, too, when you're writing that down. It's environmentally friendly, all right? So, uh, not you guys, it's y'all. Number two, it ain't broken. You know what it is? It's tore slap up. So if you hear me say tore slap up, that means it's broken. All right? Number three, it's not territory. It is stomping ground. Now, if you want me to tell you about where I was raised at where I'm from, I'm going to tell you where my stomping ground is. That is my territory. So that's easy enough. Uh, the next one, number four, you don't say I'm sorry. You say bless your heart. Uh, that's the way we do it here in the South is we say bless your heart. We ain't going to say I'm sorry. We going to say bless your heart. That's a lot more heartfelt anyway, and, and it means more. It, it's more romantic in my book. Number five, treated unfairly. And that just simply is you got the short end of the stick. So if someone's got the short end of the stick, they was treated wrong. They was treated unfairly. Don't give someone the short end of the stick. It ain't right. Number six, aren't anxious. Now quit using fancy words like that when you could simply say, like a cat on a hot tin roof. So if you're like a cat on a hot tin roof, that means you are flat out, you concerned. I mean, you just can't stand still. Uh, When you got something anxious going on in you, I mean, you're like a cat on a hot tin roof. So uh, you be sure you understand what people mean by that. Uh, The next one is number seven, take themselves too seriously. And we in the South like to say, too big for their britches. So if I look at you and I say, well, son, you look like you're getting a little too big for your britches. I ain't talking about the fact you need to leave them buffets alone. It's because you are taking yourself way too serious. I don't do that. You give yourself away. People gonna look at you and talk about you and I ain't gonna be on the good side. So uh, don't be taking yourself too seriously. You don't get too big for your britches, alright? Number eight, about to do. No, 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 no. It is fixin' to. Now, you can't tell me you ain't heard someone say fixin' to and not understand what they're saying. Especially if you've been in the military, Uh, You hear people say that. I used to get weird looks when I'd say I was going to fix to do something, and people look at me and I say, look, let me tell y'all how this is done. And so when you're about to do something, you're actually fixing to do something. Number nine, don't suppose you reckon, R-E-C-K-O-N. Now that's a good word for you to know about. When you go reckon, you don't suppose. That's right, you reckon. And last but not least, and boy, people get this all messed up, and it upsets me to no end. Number 10, dinner. No, it's not dinner. It's supper. When you say, I'm going to eat dinner, it means you trying to be a little bit too much of yourself. All right? It is supper. There is a disrespect that don't need to be applied. Call it supper, not dinner. You ain't no smarter just because you say dinner. It is supper. And we're just going to end on that, or I'm going to take the whole show up with that one. But it says here in Psalms chapter 119, and verse 130, The teaching of your word gives light so even the simple can understand. Hey, that is a good verse for me, if even the simple can understand. But the teaching of your word, what the Lord is talking about, is not that uh, awesome, fancy language we use in the South. That's talking about His holy word. The Bible will just teach you good stuff. I mean, it'll give you light. In the darkest of days and the darkest of hours, let me tell you what. You need to understand that Bible. The Bible, you know, that good book, let me tell you, it is going to help you. And it says right at the end of it, the simple can understand. So when you're not understanding much in life, you need to understand this. When you can go to the good book, God's holy word, that is the Bible, Let me tell you, it's going to give you exactly what you need because it's going to light your path up. It's going to guide you right. And let me tell you what, you're going to be thanking the good Lord above that, hey, He gave you some good sense enough to make it to another day. Not because you ain't doing anything, but it's because you're trusting in the Lord. And that's where being smart really begins.
0: Myself and Doyle Caldwell. uh... Join up to become the other brothers, and well, this is just one of the shenanigans we end up getting into. Hey. Oh, go get Mr. Swamy! I gotta get Mr. Swami I'm um, me folks. I gotta get Mr. Swami. Oh, I hope he made it on time. You know that means later tonight. You know, I, to be honest with you, I thought there's gonna be a bunch of lilies around here. I know. We're gonna have a good, real good time. Mr. Swami, we can work with what we got. Mr. Swami is a magician. He can do tricks, fantastic tricks. <laughs> Where did Clip go? Uh, he took out, he had to go somewhere. He'll be right. There. Oh, okay. I hope he doesn't miss it. Anyway, I, this is Mr. Swami. I know. We're going to have the Swami hour. He's the host of ours. Well, not an hour. We're going to subtract some minutes off of that. But Mr. Swami, I heard that you can do some fantastic tricks. Oh, I am very good at the tricks. Yes. Very good. Very good. Okay. Uh, well, uh, what about, there's one, there's one trick that I'm not sure about that you can do.
2: What do you mean you're not
0: sure that I can do it? Can you do the, now without looking, the finger on the nose trick. Are you trying to get me killed? No. I heard you could do it. I just wonder if you could do it. Alright, alright, All right. fine, fine. Since some people don't believe the great Swami's magnificent power, I will show you this one time. Okay, alright. So you better be watched. Okay. Children, this is very dangerous. Please do not try this at home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Someone's breathing heavily. I can't, I can't. Can, can you please be quiet? Just, just a little quiet. This is dangerous. Don't open your eyes. Quiet! Down! <laughs> okay, hey, gotta check out Mike Williams. Ah, uh, here he is. Once you listen to him, Then go over to Mike Williams' comedy over on YouTube. Some of the folks that asked me, they said, are you going to do the same material you did last year? I said, what material did I do last year? They said, we can't remember. (laughs) So I said, no. And now for a word from our sponsor and several fake ones. We know you're hungry. We know. Brains. We know you are hungry. Brains. We know. And we know what you want. Brains. That's why at Zombie we have 47 different styles of brains to choose from. Brains. That's right. 47 different styles of brains. brains. Remember, brains. at Zombie we know what you want. Brains. And we'll fix it however you want it. Some way eat flesh now with rains. rains. Hey, you know, one of the worst things about insurance companies is that they, they t- change the rates and they don't even tell you, you know? Hey, uh, Slice of Money here for Axel and Slate Insurance. And at Axel and Slate Insurance, we don't promise we won't raise your rates. And what we do promise is, you's gonna be the first to know. Excellent slate. It's the better insurance. Pay up or else. And now, a bit of rambling from Nathan Caldwell. What? Rambling? Okay, now you just got me rambling. I look and see that in another spot on the web, there's this guy. And he just rambles on and on. But the original Rambler was a car. Believe me, my mom used to own one, and they did not look worth much either. The seats were all torn and stuff. I bet you're thinking, but Nate, that was an old car. That is what I'm saying. Don't get a Rambler. It's an old car. So you see this guy rambling on? Does that make him an old car? Wait, does that mean I'm an old car? No, for you see, it is a proven fact that cars cannot be people, nor can people be cars. Relieved? I know I am. Now, on with the best part of the ramble. The end. I heard he got the job and they fired Rachel. No! Yep. And what's more, well, speak of the devil. I really wish you guys wouldn't talk about me behind my back. Gossip. It's the devil's game. Uh, Shadeth, could you come over here for just a minute? Oh, Uh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. What's up, Jerry? Eh. Siri's being a pain again. She she's being a pain again? That's what I said. Are you deaf, too? No, no, Jerry, I'm I'm not. What what's going on? What's got you so riled? I mean, yeah, you're usually cranky, but but even you're not this cranky. What's going on? Siri is doing it again. What is Siri doing? I told Siri my name. And now, every time she talks to me, she calls me Geriatric. Well, Jerry, that's your name. She says it too close together and it sounds like I'm really, really old. Okay, I'm not going to touch that one with a ten-foot pole. Mm. Just tell her to call you Jerry watch it. it's that simple yeah yeah it's not a problem well now it looks like she's giving me the silent treatment jerry i don't think she does that sometimes there are uh signal interferences or something but no 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 that's not what i mean look look here see this chat bubble every time i hit it nothing comes out no answer that's not siri jerry well, what the heck would a chat bubble be, then? Jerry, that's, um... <clears throat> that's for text messaging. What, tuna what? Text messaging. You know, you type a message, you send it to somebody, they get it on the other end. Really? Yeah. Here. Send me a message. Okay, let's so type, um... Uh, Why is a Siri such a jack-wad? Question mark, enter, and send. Hey, you did pretty good for your first text. Here, let me answer back. Boop. Wait, IDK. Was that you? Yep, I just typed that. Well, what's IDK? I don't know. Why did you type it, then, if you didn't know? No, 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 I know what it means. Oh, what does it mean, then? It means I don't know. Oh, for the love of Pete, if you didn't know... No, 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 I do know. Well, then please tell me what IDK means. It means I don't know. For the love of did you send me this message or not? Yes. Do you know what it means or not? Yes. You sent the message, and you know what it means. Right. Okay. What does I-D-K mean? I don't know. What in blazes? No, no, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. You don't understand. I don't understand. I don't think you even understand. No, no, no. The letters I-D-K. Yes. They stand for the phrase... I don't know. Why did you just say that in an accent? I'd rather not talk about it, Jerry. I'd rather not talk about it. Do you know golfers are smart? No, they really are. Um, you can wait until they're concentrating at their most... You know, most focused point where they're not really paying attention to you or anybody else. And you could ask them, what is the square root of 16? And they're going to shout it out like they know it crazy. They're going to go, four! You can ask a golfer in their most focused moment, right before they hit the ball for the first time, the point that kind of sets the stage for the rest of the hole, You can ask them, what is two plus two? And they're going to shout with confidence, four. You can ask a golfer at his most focused point, what six minus two is. And they're going to shout with confidence, four. Man, golfers are really smart. I finally hid. What are you doing here, Mac? Well, I heard you needed some assistance, and I'm here. Really? Well, okay. What can you do to help us out? I can turn into a bat. What are you? A vampire? Get out of here, all you judgmental creeps. I'm not a vampire. I'm an umpire. I turned into a baseball bat. Oh, well, could you watch third base? We really need an umpire more than we need a bat. I would be glad to, to be honest. My head hurts if I'm used too much. Hey Joe, it's Barack, what do you mean who, Barack, the president, stop asking who, it's Barack man, Uh, it's Barry boy, oh yeah now you know who, okay, Well, tell everybody I won't be in today. Why? Because I'm golfing. I mean, I'm coughing. Hey, you know that dog on the picture of this podcast? Well, this is, if you hear any growling, it's from him. He has a shark that I'm throwing for him. There we go. While I'm doing that, maybe you could listen to Fred Passmore and John Lawton. From com. Spencer, don't you want me to throw it?
1: Now let's join Reverend Milton Blumquist as he records his radio broadcast at home.
2: <clears throat> I'm so excited! I love recording my radio show. Tape recorders are amazing things. I can just stick this cassette in here, close it. Ow! Caught my pinky in it. All right, where's the first page of my sermon notes? G- got to be here somewheres. Hey, you alpo snarfing rat face critter, give me that paper. Give me it. Well, at least I got part of it. If you wasn't my wife's darling little poofy face, I'd. Uh, you, well, I'll just go ahead and get started here. Just hit the start button and come out preaching.
1: Alright you grungy pieces of trash, listen up I hit the wrong button Here's the group garbage with their hit I think, think you're How do you turn you're this grungy, WC trashy I garbage think. off? Where the hits like yours zip. Keep on pop, pop, popping up which
2: switch, witch switch, witch switch, which switch Oh, that switch Gotta remember that Got it now, we're rollin' Howdy y'all my name is Rev. Milton Blumquist and I'd like to welcome you to In Heaven's Name, my weekly radio broadcast. Today's topic, patience. Having patience in the midst of trials is a testimony to the Word of God in you. Now sometimes, God will have to train us to have patience through repeated lessons. Now sometimes, we don't know as much about it as we think we do, and He's trying to tell us something, but we never shut up. Long enough to listen. Get that noisy thing out of my yard or I'll kick you in the caboose. Comes by here at the same time every week, interrupting my recording. Devil must have been on that train, that's what it was. That was a hellbound train. All right, back to my message. <coughs> Just like you have to train a dog through repetition, the Lord sometimes has to repeat lessons in our lives until we learn them. He might even have to whack us a time or two to get our attention. He, uh, hush, Fluffy! I, I said, quiet down! Quiet down, you mangy, mop headed, koojo wannabe! No good excuse for a poodle! You want me to kick you into the next state? Help! Help! Get this fancy, fuzzy, foaming, fiendish, flea bitten, fat headed, four footed freak off me! Here's a snap. Ah, he bit me! He kicks it. And it's a field goal. The crowd goes wild. It's over. Stupid radio again. Boy, when my wife finds out about this, I'll be in the doghouse with that fur-lined, fish-breath Frankenstein. Woo! Devil must have got into that dog. That was the hound from hell. All right, back to my message. Sometimes, a test of patience comes to us through those close to us. For example, losing our temper with those around us We'll mess up our testimony to them. The way we treat our neighbor (laughs) determines what they think of the God we serve. Cut off your stupid car alarm! Faustine, turn that thing off! What thing? Are you dead for just plain dumb, boy? Now you shut it off or I'll shut you off! You got that? Thank you. Oh, by the way, are you still going to church with me this Sunday? (laughs) Sorehead. Oh, well, maybe now I can finish my message in peace. Now, oftentimes, brethren and cistern, it's the little things in life that can get to you. It's the it, it's, it's the little distractions that can bug the life out of us and, 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 and it cause us to lose it completely. Where did that thing come from? Anyway, if that happens to you, you need more patience. All right, I've had it. Hold still, let me nail you with this swatter that almost got you, you buzzing little... Where'd he go? Ha! Must have scared him off. Guess I showed him who's boss. Back to my message. Now, the the, the fly's back! I'm gonna kill this fly! He's trying to fly my nose! Whoa, whoa, there he is! Gotcha! Ha! He was a biggin. Devil must have sent that fly. No wonder they call him Beelzebub, Lord of the Flies. Now, my final question for you is, have you learned patience, or is the Lord going to have to keep trying to teach it to you? In heaven's name, what? They hung up. What? The train's back. Hey, get that train out of here. The fly's back. The dog's back. There goes the radio again. The fly's trying to die above me. Ouch. I go of my way! What's going on here? Lord, what else could happen? There goes my testimony right down the tubes. Lord, I can't do this. I just don't have the patience. Wait a minute. Something just rang a bell. I I don't have the patience. Oh Lord. Are are you trying to tell me something here? Maybe I should have read my scripture for today right off the bat. James 1 and 2, it says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers' temptations. Now, I don't know what kind of temptations a diver would have to face, but, but I'm sure they're much the same as the rest of us. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Well, there it is, Lord. I've been so blind... Trying to tell others about patience when when I didn't even have it myself. Lord, I'm sorry. Please forgive me and, and help me to learn from this today. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. After that, I feel all cleaned out inside. Now I can do this sermon. Well, no. Actually, I can't. It, fluffy? Fluffy, it, it, come here, boy. Come here. Uh, look, I- I'm sorry I fussed at you. L- let me have a look at those ribs. Oh, I, I think you're okay. Uh, look, let's let's go next door and visit Felstein. I've got some restituting to do.
0: Well, that's it for this time. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed making it. See you soon. Have a good day, and remember, laughter... It's a really good medicine.